fist, and it, I, I, and it's not, it's not like it's not paralysis. Okay, right. it's, it's not like a, it's not forever. It's not whatever. No, it's, it's not, just it's, like it's not a crippling thing. Like uh, you know, like because I, I, I think there are people who do live, for example, in Collierville in Germantown, and the city, who, and call who, it an asshole, exactly, and whatever else. Who don't want to see? I got see no it. interest in that. And I, and I want to make it clear that that's not how I feel. Right. Like I. I love this place You're, a lot. Well, the truth is, you are bothered by the fact that you, how you have changed, how you feel about it has changed. Yeah, like it makes me, it makes me like sad. You know, like it almost brings tear to my eyes because I've never felt like this before. You know, and and again, I don't know if it's because I'm a father now, and so my my obligations and my responsibilities and the way I view things are maybe totally different. Because if when I was just worrying about me. Obviously, I'm willing to put myself in pretty much any situation. Like I'll open up the car doors, blast the stereo, you know, and play right, and play one on one with a dude who's got a 22 <laughs> falling out got, his pant Could leg, you move that gun? You know, right, right. And, and and think nothing of it. Right. But you know, when you when 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 you're talking about going out with your family to to, to places, you know, and, and and what do I want to? You know, everything you do in life is a risk. Every inherently there is a. There is a risk in every decision that you make to get in a car, to go to a place, to get on a plane, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so you you calculate. So my calculations now are different than I have a two year old daughter. Right. Um, but I, but I just want to say that I, I I'm I'm saying all those things, and, and and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. But it makes you sad that you're saying them. Yeah. I feel guilty that I'm saying them. I, I feel guilty that I feel these things, and I hope someday that I I don't feel that way. But. It, right now you do. It's not a. We, we, all we appreciate is your candor here. No cap. And there's no cap. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I uh, I love Memphis, and I always will. But I also <sighs> you got a strange way of showing it. But I also <laughs> I hurt for Memphis too. All right. Uh, thank you, John. Okay, man. We appreciate it. Um, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. It, 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 in addition to Wine Down Wednesday at Bounty on Broad, uh, which is great. Like that's great. That's half price bottles of wine, glasses of wine on Wednesday. You can contemplate the struggles that Memphis is facing as you have a delicious bottle of wine. We got Mother's Day coming up. And my experience with Mother's Day is that those brunches book up fast. And the brunch at Bounty on Broad is unbelievable. It's great. And it's just not the same. All the Peabody's nice, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's great. Place is beautiful, cheerful, happy, delicious food. Uh, so check out Bounty on Broad for that as well. Phone number is 410-8131-410-8131-2519, Broad Avenue. When we come back, Chris Harrington has done a two-part uh, exploration of the Grizzlies roster. We'll get to part two uh, when uh, he joins us on the other side. We'll also talk to Chris about all this uh, Dylan Brooks stuff as well. Jeff Gawkins here, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a $25 home run prop bet wager on any game, and you'll receive a $10 bonus bet. Simply log into your account and opt in, or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to swing for the fences on MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. It's just one more reason why the king of sportsbooks is the best place to bet on baseball. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Hey, Kathy, what if I want to change my insurance plan? Steve, State Farm is here for your what ifs. So what if I want to change from a radio dude to a rodeo clown? (laughs) State Farm is here for your what ifs. Call or text Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle, 901-767-7744. My team would love to help you with your what ifs. We're not as cute as Jake, but... We're better looking than a lizard. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the final days of Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, and we have laundry appliances that fit your space, your needs, and your budget. Like a new Samsung laundry set with large capacity, so you spend less time doing laundry. And with sensor-dry technology to automatically optimize time and temperature, you'll spend less energy on it, too. Final days to save up to $600 on this Samsung laundry set in-store and online during Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot. Ends May 3rd. You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker, that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings. They can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a 5 to 15 year leak-free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today, 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com. It's game on at Samstown Hotel and Gambling Hall Tunica. Win big in our sports book, where you can join us on Saturday, May 6th to watch all the action in UFC 288. Win with your taste buds when you dine in one of our food venues, including our newest venue, Willie and Jose's. You can try traditional Mexican dishes, along with making your own burritos, tacos, and bowls. Be a winner any way you play and any time you stay. Only at Samstown Tunica. See Boyd Rewards for full details. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. One of us is changing, or maybe we've just stopped trying. All right, back on the Jeff Cockett Show. This is Chris Harrington deal. Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 92.9, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now. Starting at just $10, go to USFL.com. Joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, the great Carol King from Tapestry. It's too late, baby. It's too late for <laughs> Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies. They did try to make it at one point, but no longer. Uh, before we get to yesterday's news, um, what do you think? Uh, one of the things Shams reported, I want to talk about that in a minute, but was that they had offered him an extension earlier. Uh, you had, had earlier said that you believed that they had offered him what they could offer him. Um, is that your understanding? And when do you think it changed? Like, do you think it changed at the tr- before the trade deadline? Do you think it changed when he said what he said about LeBron? What do you think happened? 
So I, I, that is my, that, that, that was my belief. Uh, I, it is now my stronger belief. I believe that reporting, the Grizzlies did make him an offer that he did turn down the offer. I suspect it was, you know, last summer. How much could um, it have they been? Were, what, what? They were capped at four years. But, but because it was an extension office current contract, under legal rules, they were capped at four years, $61 million. Uh-huh. I believe that if they did not offer all of that, they offered most of it, probably all of it. I believe that the Grizzlies offering that contract at the time was a rational decision, and I believe Dylan Brooks declining that contract at the time was also a rational decision. Given the way the cap was going up, if he had had a good season – he would be in line for more than that this summer. I wouldn't even rule out now that he would get more than that, although I think it's unlikely. As far as, like, at what point, I think this was somewhat – I think it moved slowly until it didn't. I think think that the way the Grizzlies felt about Dylan Brooks, you know, on Sunday when they had their exit interviews, I don't think is exactly the same as they felt about him at the trade deadline – I also don't think that how they felt about him at the trade deadline was exactly how they felt about him at the beginning of the season. So if you go back to the trade deadline, uh, Zach Kleiman publicly said, we did not shop Dylan Brooks. I believe that to be a statement of fact. I also believe it to be a semantically precise statement. Um, to shop someone, and they've shot players before. They shot Mike Conley. They shot Marcus All. To shop someone is to say, we're looking to trade this guy. Make this your best offer. They did not say that about Dylan Brooks at the trade deadline. On the other hand, they were very willing to trade Dylan Brooks, and they were actively looking to upgrade from Dylan Brooks at that point. And so, you know, if the Brooklyn Nets had said yes to four first-round picks for Mikel Bridges, Dylan Brooks would have been in that trade to match salaries. You know, if the Toronto had said yes to, like, two or three or whatever it was, first-round picks for OG Ananobi, Dylan Brooks might have been in that trade to match salaries. The Grizzlies would, would, certainly would have put him in that trade if, if, if Toronto wanted him back rather than someone else. So I think by the trade deadline, they were looking to upgrade from Dylan Brooks, and they were willing to trade Dylan Brooks to do so, but they were not yet – they had not yet cut the cord of Dylan Brooks. Like, they had not yet rolled out his return at that point. I think it just got bad. I think it got increasingly worse, and it got bad during the playoffs. I think it was part on court, part off court, and part what we all saw before our eyes on Sunday, that there was a real disconnect between the role they needed him to play or wanted him to play and the role he was willing to accept. I do think what he said after game two was a big contributing factor to the decision to say, okay, we're done here. And I don't think it was just that he'd said that because he said stuff like that before. I think that he went off the reservation in doing so. I, I think after the Morant suspension, there was a clear sort of organizational desire to, to calm things down. And I think everyone did that except for Dylan Brooks. And I think he sort of went off the reservation after game two in a way that I think pretty, you could see it publicly. That, right. that, that was palpably irritating to the team decision makers. Okay. Uh, and then in terms of yesterday, and I know you've weighed in on this on Twitter, um, but it is a really remarkable. Most, most people are not on Twitter. Right? I know. It's really mm-hmm. remarkable to see the rest of the country trashing the Grizzlies for throwing Dylan Brooks under the bus given that the Grizzlies, as if the Grizzlies were responsible for the language that Shams used. Your thoughts on how that all unfolded yesterday? Yeah, so, so, so with the report yesterday, there's sort of two parts of that. There's the actual substance of the report, and then there's a the reaction to the report. And then within the reaction, there are sort of two parts. And so we've sort of talked about the substance. The substance of the report is true. That is a true report, what was reported by Shams Sharia. Um, and, but what was remarkable is that people weren't really reacting to the substance of it for the most part. That's not where the strong reactions came. Right. Because, frankly, the substance of it is pretty standard stuff. Like, you're not obligated to re-sign your free agents. You know, they didn't re-sign Kyle Anderson. They didn't re-sign Jarrett Culver, whatever. Teams have free agents. They have a decision to make. Do we want to re-sign this player? Yes, no, or maybe. If the answer is no, they, it's, you, should, you should tell the player that's the answer. And so it happened. It would not surprise me if the same thing happened with Kyle Anderson, I don't know for a fact, but it wouldn't surprise me if it happened with Kyle Anderson last year. If, it, if in the exit interview they said, you know what, we're not going to resign you. It certainly felt like in the moment that Kyle Anderson knew that. And we all right. looked at each other and said, okay, I guess Kyle's not coming back, right? right. Yep. So, so there's the substance of it. Now there's the reaction. And so there's sort of two parts to that. There was one, there was the immediate assumption that people, when I say people, I'm not just talking about fans. I'm talking about like Bill Simmons with a million Twitter right. followers, Right. There was an immediate assumption that people made that, ah, the Grizzlies have put this out for a strategic reason. 
which there are plenty of context clues that would lead you to not make that assumption. One is that if that was strategy for the Grizzlies, it didn't work because people were flaming the Grizzlies, not Dylan Brooks. And B, if you're a close reader of like NBA media stuff, you will know that the Grizzlies do not put, if the Grizzlies want to put a story out, they don't put it out through, through Sham Sharani. And not everyone realizes that, but like right. other people in the media should sort of realize yes, that. Right. Uh-huh. I, I literally got a, D, I got a DM yesterday from someone who covers a different NBA team, not like a quote-unquote national writer, but another right. local writer in some other market. Someone I don't even communicate with that much. Like not someone who's I'm, who I'm close to, just, uh, you know, someone right. who I, you know, sort of know. And I got a DM from this person, and literally the question was, aren't the Grizzlies a Woj team? And my answer <laughs> to that was, yeah, they are, <laughs> you know? And, and so there's that aspect of it in terms of the context clues. Um, so there's that. But also I can tell you just as a matter of knowledge that that is not what happened. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies didn't want that story to go out. And not only did they not want it to go out, they didn't want it to go out characterized the way it did. And that was the other part of it. People, it was sort of an object lesson in media literacy. Again, not just by fans, but by people in the media. Right. Where the phrase under any circumstances was not a quote. That was not a sourced phrase. That was Sham Sharani characterizing the situation. And not necessarily inaccurately, by the way. This is not, I'm not criticizing the report. But that was a characterization, not a quote. But people took it as a, you know, it's really bad for the organization to put that language out there. But the organization didn't put that language out there. That was a characterization of a situation, right? And so it was treated as a quote, not as a characterization. Like, I don't know what was said in the exit interview of Dylan Brooks, and I don't think Sham Sharani knows what was said. Otherwise, he would have been more specific about that. <clears throat> but I think people have imagined, and I think his, his, the, the language in the report sort of heightened the drama. People imagine it like some kind of movie scene, and I'm pretty sure like no one pounded on the table and said, like, not if you were the last small forward on earth. Like, I don't think that's what happened. No, they I said, think they said in the room decided and said, to go different direction. We need a fresh start, ex- you know? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what happened, right? And so the whole, like, not under any circumstances was gratuitous. Um, And I'm not saying I've never done anything gratuitous. I'm just saying it was gratuitous. Like, you could have ended that report with a period before that phrase, and it would have been the same report. The the Grizzlies have told Dylan Brooks that they're not going to bring him back. The under any circumstances thing was just, like, gratuitous heightening of the drama, and it was wild how much people reacted to that instead of the actual substance of the story. Crazy. It was like, and they're still yeah. reacting like that. And, and, and that right. will be the narrative. And then when he has a good game next year, it'll be, ha ha. The Grizzlies said, told him they dare not come back on any, like it's, that's, it's right. that's out there now. The only thing that I would, if you're going to blame the Grizzlies for anything here, it's not realizing the story, not characterizing the story themselves, right? Like in the yeah. end, sure. they should know how the world works and they presumably told other people that he would not be coming back, and they could have spun the story themselves. Instead, Shams spun it, not spun it, Shams reported it the way he reported it. They lost control of the they, story. Th- th- well, the wild thing is the Grizzlies did, were, 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 I can tell you the Grizzlies were sensitive about being seen to spin the story. And instead, like, this is what <laughs> happened, right? They, they, they've been over backwards to not spin the story, and now everyone thinks they're spinning the story, and it's sort of, yeah, that's what happened, basically. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, you didn't have to spin the story to trash him. You just lead, lead, I think the lesson is you had to get out there. Once you've told the world, you have to get out there that he is not going to be coming, that they've decided it, to part ways. It, if, if you go back and watch or listen to or read the transcript of what Zach Kleinman said right. at the media session on Sunday, even though he was sort of not wanting to, like, address the specifics, he was not wanting to come out and say what he apparently just said to Dylan Brooks, which is right. that we are not going to bring you back. He made it pretty clear they weren't going to bring him back, and he went out of his way to say, like, he's done great things for the franchise over totally. the course of his career and all of that. And so it was all there. On, it was all there on the surface. You had to read into it a little bit, but it was all on the surface that we're not going to bring him back. Yeah. We appreciate what he's done, but we're moving forward. That was all basically, basically um, said, but you, not all the way said. Do you believe that any of this, um, it obviously does, it hurts the Grizzlies just from a PR perspective. It makes them look like they're callous and they threw a guy under the bus where they didn't. So it unfairly hurts them in that way. Um, 
does it hurt them in any other functional way in terms of getting value or trading, you know, using him in a... I, I don't think so. I think people, among the many things people have been overreacting to, I think people have overreacted to the, to the idea that this, the, the PR aspect of it damages the, the chance for a sign-and-trade. I think the sign-and-trade aspect was always a low, prop, a low, a low likelihood proposition any, regardless because it takes so many things to line up to make that happen. But, like, ultimately, people are trying to make the best deals for themselves, like whether that's the Grizzlies or another team or Dylan Brooks' agent, right? And so if the best deal to be made needs to be a sign-and-trade involving the Grizzlies, and that's, that's what makes sense for all three parties involved, like, that's going to happen, you know? And so I, I, don't, I think people have overreacted to the idea that because, like, you know, this report came out with this language that's, that's a characterization by a reporter and not language from a source – that, aha, now they have ruined their chances of a sign-and-trade. They haven't ruined their chances of a sign-and-trade. It's an unlikely situation regardless because it's so complicated. But if that's what makes sense for everybody, that's what's going to happen. Have you thought at all about where – I mean, you met, you threw out Sacramento just idly the other day. But have you thought at all about where Dylan Brooks might fit? Not a lot. I, I mean, I've been thinking more from a Grizzlies perspective than Dylan Brooks' perspective in terms of trying to conceptualize the offseason. Um, there aren't that many teams that have cap space. And so to the degree that he might get above a mid-level, which, you know, a year ago I would have said he's going to get above a mid-level, and now I think his play, uh, among other things, is driven down the value more than likely. So if you look at teams that have cap space, you know, it's a rebuilding kind of teams, right? Is there a rebuilding team like a Houston or Detroit? Houston and Detroit are teams that have been mentioned to me. Like, are these teams, do they want to bring in a veteran to sort of in, to improve their defensive culture and blah, blah, blah? Like, those are possibilities, I'm not talking about Sacramento because I would look at teams that like are good on offense and feel like they need they need a little extra defensively to sort of get over the hump, and that's an obvious team that jumps out in terms of that. Um, you know, Miami's a team that I, I, I think you know they don't have a lot of money to spend, but that's a team that I don't think is going to look at Dylan Brooks and say like you know this is you know he, he they're not going to shy away from 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 you know the volatility or whatever of him. Um, you know, is Portland still going to still gonna try to win with Damon Damian Lillard? Are they desperate enough that, like, they, they want to add some more defense there? I mean, I'm just spitballing. Right. But, I, you know, I, you know he, he'll be in the NBA next season all, 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 making a lot more money than any, any of us are making. You know, so he's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, all right, you've got part two of your Grizzlies countdown uh, out at the Daily Memphian. People can read it there where you uh, – the conceit is you sort of uh, – uh, rank the players of value to the Grizzlies. We did the first, the bottom half of the roster yesterday, and we pick up today with number eight, Tyus Jones. Good during the regular season, not good during the playoffs, and seems like the most tradable big contract if you are going to uh, make a deal uh, this summer. Yeah, I mean, one of the issues if with if if they're not going to be able to do a sign-and-trade with Dylan, which is always unlikely, even before the messiness of this week, if they're not going to do that and there is someone to trade for that has a meaningful salary, like something's got to go out. And one of the problems the Grizzlies have is all of the meaningful contracts they have are players they value on the floor, right? Like they don't, you know, Tyus Jones is not just an expiring contract for the Grizzlies. He's a valued player. But, you know, it's going to have to be Tyus Jones or, or Luke Kennard or, or Steven Adams in that kind of situation, or Brandon Clark, I guess, but that seems unlikely. Um, I think from a Chris's perspective, Tyus Jones, if you have to choose one, is the one you would choose to go out. The reality is the other team will have a say in that. Um, and, and so, you know, if it comes to that, it won't just be a Grizzlies choice more than likely. It'll be a negotiation. But to me, given the way they're set up for next season and what they're trying to accomplish, if, if a big contract has to go out, it seems to me like that's the one you would want to send out. The um, it, 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 We'll get into this more later on when we talk about players the Grizzlies might target, but at least initially, the players, the teams out there that might need Tyus Jones to start at point guard for them are not teams that logically feel like they have a great 3 and D player that the Grizzlies would want. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, like, what teams actively want Tyus Jones, not just as a contract batch, but as part of their basketball team, then you think about, like, okay, what, what players should you theoretically try to trade for and what are those teams? There's not necessarily going to be a lot of Venn diagram overlap between those two. I'm not saying the overlap would be zero. Maybe there is a team that sort of hits it just right. But those are two different pots of teams. And so that's what makes it sort of tricky. 
I, I think, you know, we talk about sign and trades as being sort of things that don't happen a lot. Three-team deals also don't happen a lot, but it feels like Tyus Jones is sort of would be a perfect player for one of those. Like, you know, you make the deal with who you need to make a deal with, and then that team could reroute him somewhere else for something else. And so we'll see. We'll get into all that um, conjecture about things that won't happen more later on. Xavier Tillman is seven. Um, They can extend him. Is that right? What's this contract situation? Yeah, so he has got – there's been some misreporting out there that he's a free agent this summer. He is not a free agent this summer, or at least he he won't be unless the Grizzlies make him a free agent, which they're not going to do. He's got a team option this coming season for $1.9 million. Um, That's a bargain for a player who did what he did second half of the season and into the playoffs. So the Grizzlies are are either 100% going to – take that team option, or if they decline it, it would only be because they have some other contract already lined up. I suspect it'll be the former. They will take the team option. He'll be on the books for $1.9 million next season, and he will be eligible for a contract extension. Um, you know, we, with the Dylan Brooks stuff, we talk about the extension rules being, you know, you can only pay 120% of the, the last salary. You can also pay up to a league average salary for anybody on an extension, as I understand it. And so, you know, there is, there is plenty of room to, to extend Tillman. I think the one complication there for the Grizzlies is they have a big contract for Jaron Jackson. They've done a two-year extension for Steven Adams. They've done a four-year extension for Brandon Clark. There's only so much money you want to put into your front court when right. you have other needs. So I think there's a cap on what they're going to do other than just let him play for 1.9 and see what happens next summer. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if they got an extension done for him. But I, I don't think it's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it all the way into the likelihood category. Number six is Santi Aldama. How much better can he be, and how much better can he be, particularly defensively? Yeah, I found in doing this that like there's a clear top three, and like four through eight is like highly debatable. It can be in just about any order. Like it may seem odd to have Aldama ahead of Tillman and Jones, right. but Aldama is younger and he's on a value contract for longer. Is sort of the way I looked at it. Um, I think he had a really good second season, and even though defensively, like it was, I mean, he was sort of a disaster defensively in the playoffs. I think it was a particularly bad matchup for him defensively, and I think he sort of was pretty good offensively. It didn't seem like he was drowning out there. Like even though he, he couldn't defend those players, he seemed like he was there for it. Um, I don't know if he's ever a starter on this team just because of the, the rebounding physicality limitations of him and Jared playing to get together, even as they both improve or both get bigger. But I think he can be a starting caliber player in the NBA, a sort of a stretch four kind of player. I think, I think there's a lot of room for him to improve, and I think he is very skilled offensively. He has a really good feel for the game. He's still only 22. Um, I think he's got a pretty good upside. Like you know, I, And I think – the fact that he has that upside and the fact that he may not never be a starter on this particular team sort of makes him an obvious trade candidate, if not now, then at some point going forward. That's what I was going to ask you about is, is that once upon a time, heading into this year, it, it, against the, ranked against the other young players on this team, you wouldn't have necessarily had him, for example, heading into the year ahead of Zaire. Um, but right now, if... If some other team is making a deal and needs a contract back and picks back, but also some young players back, you think Aldama is the most valuable? I think he's the most valuable. His contract is pretty low, so his contract doesn't do a whole lot in terms of helping you match right. up. But in terms of actual like, do you player get to a value, point, yeah. Right, but, but, but in terms of adding value beyond contract match, it always depends on the other teams. Right. But I think he has proven more. I think you feel better about him as a proven commodity coming out of the season than any of the other Grizzlies who you know who are still going to be on rookie contracts going forward. Yeah. All right, Luke is number five. He's actually here. There's an option for the second year, so he's here this coming year, and then a team option for the second year. Yes. So he's under contract this coming season, and then all the team option the year after that. So they have they have control of him for two more years, which 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 you know contributes a little bit to this. Um, I think they're really high on what they saw and they're eager to explore more with it. And so I think, you know, barring the unexpected, you know, Kennard is, is set up to be a top six player on this team next season. You know, there, there's some chance he ends up being a starter depending on how the offseason goes. But if not that, I think you're looking at him as the sixth man going into next season and a guy who's going to play a lot, assuming he's back, which he, he talk- probably will be. He talked about working on his handle a little bit and working on um... – you know, his body a little bit. You think he is what he is? Like, at this point, like, 
Oh, I think the things he talked about were the right things to talk about, and I think they can both improve things at the margins. You know, it, 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 you know, he talked about his conditioning, so he can more he can be more aggressive, moving moving off the ball. You know, you think about Steph Curry, like always on the move, always moving around, trying to find an opening to get an open shot. Play a little bit more like that. The idea of just getting more reps and playing with and having the Grizzlies have right. a full off season for Taylor Jenkins to think about, like you know, adjusting the team's offensive schemes in a way that helps maximize this guy he didn't have at the start of last season. So, yeah, I do do think there's room for improvement to sort of maximize his role. I don't think he's going to dramatically change the player he is. Right. But you take the player he is and you you sort of find ways to maximize it more, I think that can be a a meaningful player, sure. Yeah, he talked a lot about being here over the summer working with these particular players to figure out within this grizzly system how he can be more effective even probably more than he talked about his own game like yeah that's that was yeah. the emphasis Stephen adams is for uh obviously a very good year there's that injury thing though out there which is still a bit of a mystery we're just gonna yeah. keep doing what we're doing and hoping it works yeah, a very good half year. And the Adams thing is tough. Like, I, again, I, it's not, it wasn't clear to me who, who, should, who should have been fourth on this list. There's a chasm between um, third and fourth. Um, with Adams, I just went to, like, he's under contract for two more years. And when if you stipulate everyone is healthy, he's the fourth best player on this team. And you look at what he did in the first half of the season, I, I, think, I, I think even underrated outside of Memphis in terms of the impact he was having. And I'm just going to assume he'll be healthy. I think at 30, he's not, he hasn't reached the age where you're like, given, given the kind of game he plays, where you're expecting him to fall off the cliff. So if he can return to full health, he should be, he could be as good these next two years as he was the last two. But I, I don't, you know, I, you don't know he's going to be 100% until he is. And that's, that's the unknown. Uh, three is Desmond Bain, um, who, the injury had an impact this year. He can be even better. Did, did you, would you bet on Desmond Bain making an all-star team? I, you know, there's only 12 of those. And, and so, I, 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 no, I would not bet on him making yeah, an all-star right. team, but I would bet on him having an all-star level season. Um, and so, and so there, there's that. Um, I, th- I think Bain is assuming he's fully 100% going into next season. I think he's primed to have the best year of his career, and the previous years have been pretty good. Jaron uh, at two, you do point out that after game one in the playoffs, 15 points, shot 36%, 23% from three, and you asked him a question. I don't think he took offense to it, but it was just true. Like, he went right. up against a – and we saw Anthony Davis last night be massive again. Like That's right. Jaron was defensive player of the year and took a huge step, and yet he wasn't the best big in that series. Like, there's another step for him, right? There Maybe. is. I don't, that, that next step may not be Anthony Davis level, right? right. Like Anthony Davis is the top, the, top three, right. the top three bigs in the NBA are Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Anthony Davis. All those dudes are still playing, or at least their teams are. And in Embiid's right. case, um, that's not accidental. And so he doesn't have to get that, reach that level. But, but there are more rungs on the ladder for Jared. As good as the season was, there are more rungs on the ladder for him to climb. And I think that's good. I think it's good that, you know, he just made the all-star team and was defense player of the year and he can get better. And you should expect him to get better. And so the things he talked about, like he, he didn't really pick up that question in any no. detail, but then Drew followed up with a sort of a similar kind of like, what do you need to do to get better? And he got in a little bit more detail there. And he talked about getting stronger, getting more explosive, finding more go-to moves and go-to places to score. And those are all the right answers. And so, you know, I, my, I think not only the hope, but the expectation should be that Jaron continues to get better. And then finally, Ja, leaving aside all the other stuff, um, from a purely basketball perspective, what needs to get better? I think the big thing, I mean, shooting the defense are things we always talk about with Ja, yeah. shooting defense durability. I think, you know, most of his games missed this season were not durability issues. He still, he still has a tendency to get small injuries, and I think, you know, his body and the way he plays is part of that a little bit. You know, that, the initial hand injury was not related to that, but the re-aggravation was where he went flying through the air and then landed hard. Right. Um, so I think there's that, but I think defense and shooting are the main things. I think he sort of quietly improved defensively this season. Still, obviously, a weakness of his game, but to me, it was less of a weakness than it had been before. 
um, to my eyes and also to the numbers when you try to isolate it. It, does, it, it wasn't as much of a problem. So I think shooting has now become sort of the big thing. And it's not just the three-point shooting. It's also the ability to, like, you know, get into the teeth of a defense and hit a mid-range jumper. Um, he talked himself. Someone asked him, what does the team need offensively going into the next season? And he said more of a variety. I think he was thinking about the people around him when he said that, but that also applies to John Morant. More variety, right? The, the, you know, when Anthony Davis is standing at the rim, can you get past your first defender and rise up not just for a floater, but rise up and like knock down a 15, 16 footer, which is the kind of shot that, you know, has sort of been discounted in regular season basketball. Right. But when you get to the playoffs, star players hitting mid range jumpers is often the best offense you get in, in, in playoff basketball. And I think for him, to consistently take a team deep into the playoffs as a point guard, he needs to become a better shooter. But I think that's known. It's funny. He never says that. He always says body right. availability. Like, he'll never acknowledge. Like, but I think he knows but it. But I think, he, uh, yes, I think he, knows. he knows it. Yes, he just won't say it. Yeah. He won't. Um, right. All right, so who'd you find yourself rooting for last night or against? Lake, Lakers, I came down to one. At one point, I'm watching the game, and I went to sleep at halftime, I'll confess. I know it was probably great, but I just didn't, I didn't have it in me. I was uh-huh. too tired. But at one point, they showed a close-up of Steve Kerr looking smug, and I thought, <laughs> Darvin Ham, Steve Kerr. That's an, easy, that's an easy point for rooting, right? Yeah, that's an easy work. choice. Darvin Ham versus Steve Kerr. And then the other thing I thought about was, you know, I think we're going to have Nikola Jokic in the, in, in the conference finals, and, we're, and I'm hoping we'll have Embiid, maybe, right. maybe not. We may have Bam Adebayo. Let's get the four best centers the in the league as the four teams in the conference finals. I want to see Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic battling in the conference finals. So I'm rooting for the Lakers. All right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Uh, you can read Chris's piece on the ranking of the top, uh, let's see, how many is it? Top eight Grizzlies at the Daily Memphian. I have tweeted it out. Uh, there is a new, less expensive, simpler way to get a home loan here in Memphis called Loan Pronto. LoanPronto.com. I've said it before. Listen, if you're, if you're getting a new home loan, uh, you'd be silly not to check it out. Go to LoanPronto.com and check it out. Simple, easy. Started by a guy who's in this business and just realized this is crazy that it takes so long that's as complicated as it is and that it's as expensive as it is. Um, but if you're not buying a new home and you just have you know, credit card debt or you want to do a home improvement project and you've got a mortgage at a rate that you want to keep, they have an express equity line of credit that you can tap into the equity in your own home. You can get your money within five days. Uh, they make it so simple. It is Loan Pronto. The phone number is 901-589-2155. 901-589-2155 or LoanPronto.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS, 1661781, subject to lender approval. Jeffrey, when we come back, uh, there's a new power ranking, NFL power ranking, according to The Athletic. And over at ESPN, they were talking about winners and losers in the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't, the pl- it was players, players. existing players, Correct. current existing players. And there was a former Memphis Tiger who was identified as one of the winners of the NFL draft. I'll tell you that, and we'll go over the new power rankings and more when we return. It's Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day, if you push for that promotion, and even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's talk about the if in life. Regions Bank embrace the if in life. Regions Bank, member FDIC. 
Frame Corner, Memphis's premier in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at framecornermemphis.com. That's framecornermemphis.com. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The second round of the hockey playoffs continues tonight with two more game ones. And there's a theme to these two series. The underdogs are both favored, but should they be? The Devils are minus 124 to take down the Hurricanes. Carolina's the best defensive team remaining in the playoffs, giving up the second fewest goals in the league. I'll take the Canes plus 102. The Oilers and Connor McDavid are minus 152 against Vegas. The Golden Knights are the most balanced team left in the playoffs. Six players scoring more than 50 points. And Oilers goalie Stuart Skinner is shaky with a playoff save percentage under 900. Go with Vegas plus 124. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. May sale is back at Sissy's Log Cabin. This is your one chance to save up to 65% on the very best in fine jewelry. Shop online at sissyslogcabin.com or at any of our six locations before May 31st for prices you won't see anywhere else. All while enjoying our extraordinary service, selection, and experience. Shop the lowest prices of the year during May sale only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor? repair person. Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. At Cadence Bank, we're here to help the people and communities we serve prosper. We have the understanding that comes from listening to your needs and the expertise to make it happen. Find out why Cadence is the bank for you. Visit CadenceBank.com to learn more. Cadence Bank, member FDIC. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs that will significantly reduce the amount you owe if you qualify. Accredited Debt Relief has helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. For this free information, call 800-458-8822. 800-458-8822. Hey, Mary, is that a new phone? Yeah, just upgraded at T-Mobile. Their new Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same great phone deals as new customers. I am so jealous. AT&T's got me locked into a three-year device contract, and my phone is locked to their network, too. Ooh, that's a long time. Three years! That's like the length of two and a half relationships. It's time to ditch AT&T. Bring your locked phone and T-Mobile will pay it off and they'll give you a new 5G phone for free. Boom! You hear that, AT&T? Introducing the Easy Unlock. Bring your AT&T locked phone, trade it in, and T-Mobile will pay it off up to 650 bucks and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones free. Plus, next time, you're ready for an upgrade a whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T-Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid MasterCard in 15 days. Free phone via 24-monthly bill credits for well-qualified, plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Ctmobile.com. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Hello, I'm Howard Mackler, founder of Innovation Refunds. You've heard me talking about the payroll tax refund for months. I'm so proud that we've helped over 15,000 businesses claim over $5 billion in cash incentives. 
If you own a business, even if you've asked your CPA about this, you owe it to yourself to take another look. Every client is assigned a licensed and insured tax attorney who evaluates your company at my expense to accurately determine eligibility. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google, and your business might be entitled to receive up to $26,000 per employee. Businesses of all types can qualify, including medical, professional, construction, even nonprofits. Please don't miss out on this. Even your doctor would tell you to get an expert second opinion, and we do a lot of work for doctors. Download the Innovation Refunds app now or go to GetRefunds.com to potentially get a payroll tax refund of $26,000 per employee. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's Derby Day Saturday. Uh, and you want to be looking your best if you're going to a derby party or if you're going to the derby itself. And so I would recommend O'Call. <laughs> John Martin sent me a meme. He said it was a it was a picture of James Harden looking ridiculous when yes. he walked into that game last two nights ago. Correct, right? Monday night. And he said Jeff Calkins before O'Call. Um, I looked ridiculous. Uh, now I look less ridiculous because of O'Call. Like they can do that for me, uh, they can do it for you. But derby parties coming up. You got uh, you got all kinds of uh, graduations coming up. You got Father's Day, you got Mother's Day, you got everything, being outdoors, going on vacation, being out of the golf course. Uh, go see our friends at O'Call. But you don't want to embarrass yourself at a derby party. You got to look good at a derby party. Uh, and O'Call has been around longer than the derby. <laughs> it's Take longer than the derby. Uh, and they do it by being honestly great. A great, great store right here in the city of Memphis. All right, Jeffy, let's get to the one story we're waiting for. Now, it's the biggest story we haven't talked about on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Choate's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Well, I promised you I would tell you uh, this. Uh, what Mem- former Memphis Tiger was a big winner in the NFL draft. Before that, we do have news from the NFL na- Network. What is it, Jeffrey? Yeah, Jeff, Albert Breer is reporting that the Tennessee Titans tried to trade up to number three in order to draft C.J. Stroud. However, after the Texans... C.J. Stroud went two. Once the Texans drafted Stroud two, then they dropped out. I see. Then they said, heck, no, no, no need to go up with the Cardinals at Correct. three. And then the Texans traded with the Cardinals to take Will Anderson at three. I continue to believe that the Cardinals were one of the massive winners in the draft. They have their own pick and the freaking Texans pick in the draft. Who's presumably going to be starting a rookie quarterback. It's just incredible that they did that. Like, uh, Will Anderson had damn well better be Derek Thomas. You know, like... If or C.J. Stroud better be. Yeah. Well, that's fine, though. But yeah. they could have had C.J. Stroud that's true anyway. Too. Yeah, they yeah, didn't need take to both. do the Will yeah. Anderson deal. Um, all right. The winner of... If you're Will Levis, does that make you feel bad again? Then you know that they wanted C.J. Stroud before they wanted you. They did want you. Like, there's a heat. They also had reported yeah. that the Titans had tried to trade up with the Bills at the end of the first round to take Will Levis. So it's not like they... The Titans didn't want him. They just didn't want him as much as they wanted C.J. Stroud. I think the spin said would be they could have they could have still traded up and gotten Anthony Richardson. They didn't want him. They, didn't want they him. wanted you. They wanted you. Uh, the winner, former Memphis Tiger, who's a winner of the NFL draft, Tony Pollard. Uh, Tony Pollard, because they did not. So, as we know, they, they cut Ezekiel Elliott. Now, there's some Correct. rumors out there he that they re-sign. could re-sign Ezekiel Elliott. But they very clearly don't value him as much as they do. They use the franchise tag to retain Tony Pollard. Uh, And then the thought was maybe they would supplement by going out and getting another running back. They did, but not until the sixth round when Deuce Vaughn they drafted. So really, Tony Pollard, who we feel like as good as he's been, could have been even better had he been used more. Right sure. now, his only real competition is, do you remember Ronald Jones? How, who could forget? Who could forget the great Ronald Jones? Is that Ronald Jones Jr.? It might be from the Bucks and Chiefs. I remember him mostly as a buck. Ronald yeah. Jones. Yeah, that's the same Ronald Jones Jr. Uh, but uh, 
but it's Tony Pollard. Now, now he just needs a long-term extension. He does not have a long-term extension. He's yeah. on the tag. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it. Tony Pollard. The other, the big winner was Lamar Jackson. Yes. Who makes sense to me? Like they, they got, they, they, he got the money, and then he got Zay Flowers, and also OBJ. Like correct. I'm one of those. If the receivers, one of those things is good. One of the if the receivers do not have big numbers for the Ravens this year, or at least credible numbers, you have to start looking at Lamar Jackson as opposed to the receivers. It's always, for me, Ben, which is the chicken and egg question here. Yeah, They I, can't draft receivers, or they don't have a quarterback who can throw to receivers. The one concern, though, I would have is, first off, we don't know physically what OBJ is right. at this point. And then also, Zay Flowers is probably going to be a good receiver, but he is still going to be a rookie. But at the same time, we've been seeing rookie receivers come in and dominate. Lately, yes. Yeah. It used to be this deal. I remember when Eric Moulds came in and was drafted out of Mississippi State by the Bills. Struggled his first year. Yeah. And back then, the narrative was, well, it takes receivers a long time to learn. It's just not true anymore. Now, a lot of them step right in and tear it up. And I think a large portion of that is teams have now started tooling off. It's as to where okay. it used to be like, okay, you'd have to read coverage, and it's a certain route if they give you a certain look. And so that did take reps and whatnot. Now it's just like, go go, go run by this guy. Athletic.com has a power ranking and a post-draft power ranking. All right. Uh, you, you, we, we, who's, who would rank first in your power? All right, ranking? so I've not looked. I purposely didn't look. Yeah, I still think you got to put the Chiefs. Chiefs one, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean they they won a title, and I think there's no surprises here till I would say I think five might be a little bit of a surprise. I think the top four are pretty obvious. I mean I don't whatever in whatever order. Who else would you say? All right, so the teams that I think would be obvious are Bills, Bengals, Eagles. Bills, Bengals, Eagles, exactly right. In that order, not in that order. Okay, they, they have, but I think those are the teams. Like yeah. you the could tiers. throw in the 49ers, maybe. But they or, still have quarterback questions. Right, but right. who's their quarterback? They right. did sign so, my boy Brandon Allen. Shout out to University of Arkansas. So Chiefs one, Bengals two, Eagles three. I probably would have put Eagles two. Um, just among other things, they don't have to play. The, you know, like some of this is like they're in the NFC. They get an edge, right? So uh, Eagles three, Bills four. Then, who is next in your NFL power ranking? In your own personal NFL power ranking? Oh boy! I think I, I I'm really going. Think I'm going anyone. Niners, and I, I, I'm guessing the fact that you're saying it's surprising. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's the Jacks. Little hurry. Still little think early. It, doesn't that feel still uh, little, feels a little clever? Yeah. Feels a little clever. That feels like, hey, let's get this. Let's uh, let's get ahead of let's the get train. Out. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, the one thing you can say about the Jags is, do you feel like the division got any better? No, the division sucks. And here's a stat: Here are the quarterbacks in NFL history who've thrown for over 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns with fewer than 10, 10 interceptions before their age 24 season: Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. We he have is what you want Herbert to be. They said what? Trevor is what you want Herbert to be, or what the internet wants Herbert to be. Uh, so then the 49ers at six. The Ravens, I think Ravens, now that they you know, sneaky. I think Ravens could be really good. Ravens seven. I mean, I just never, I'm never going to be like, the Ravens are dead. No. You know what I mean? Where do you put the Jets? They put them at eight. I still think that's high. Because, I mean, I still have a legitimate question. How much of Rodgers' struggles last year were physical how much were they father time? How much were they young receivers? But he was not good last year. And Jets didn't get him a tackle in the draft. Correct. They needed to. And they didn't option Brecton because, you know, he's got injury problems. Uh, Dallas, nine. Miami, ten. Let's see when we get to your Giants. Seahawks, 11. You know who another winner in the draft was? Geno, Geno. and Smith. Like, wouldn't you be loving I to throw to Tyler Lockett, Smith. DK Metcalf, and Jackson Smith and Jigba? Yes. I love, I love Jackson Smith and Jigba. You nailed it. Uh, 12 is Chargers. 13 is Lions. I have a soft spot in my heart for the Lions. I hope they're really good. 14 is the Steelers. 15 is the New York Giants. All right, let's go to the bottom. Let's go to the bottom. Name the bottom three teams in order, Jeffrey. Are they going to say the Cardinals? Cardinals 32. Yeah. Cardinals 32. 
Is it the Raiders? No. No, we have a new entrance. The Titans down there at 29 now. Raiders are shockingly, oh, they're 22. They're 22. The, their worst teams, and this would certainly bode well if you are a Cardinals fan, because their worst two, three teams are the Cardinals at 32, the Bucks at 31, and the Texans at 30. I can see that. Titans at 29. Yeah. I mean, I still think Vrabel will figure out a way to make that team like That's, I think, 7 and 10. And the division stinks yeah. still. So they'll win some games. Yes. Um, that might also be counterintuitive. All right. Uh, NBA playoffs are here. If you want a reason to be excited, it's not because the Grizzlies are, are in there. It's because you can bet on them over at uh, FanDuel. And right now, if you visit FanDuel.com slash Calkins, that's the promo code, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, place a $5 bet, get an instant $150 back, win or lose. That's right, $5 bet. Cha-ching! All of a sudden, you got $150 more in bonus bets to bet. No better place to get in on the NBA action. FanDuel is, of course, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L. K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older. Present Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions do apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Bedline 1-800-889-9789. Jeffrey, what is coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Mark Giannato joins them at 1125. Drew Hill will join them at 125. David Cobb joins us today on Giannato and Jeffrey. Jeff will join Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, buddy. We got to get out of here. Uh, back tomorrow for an hour. <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis. Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet with up to 10 times faster upload speeds on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Seedco, a national nonprofit, has served in the Memphis area and all over the Mid-South for over 15 years and is working to respond to the needs of our community. Seedco's Strong Fathers, Stronger Families program is designed specifically to help Mid-South dads build stronger father-child relationships and increase economic stability through education and job placement assistance. With Seedco's Strong Fathers, Stronger Families program, you're building healthy co-parent relationships. Dads are then able to support the growth and development of their children. So if you're a dad or even a father figure and you need a job or even help with child support payments, call Seedco today at 901-405-7882. That's 901-405-7882. Seedco is here to help with Seedco's Strong Fathers, Stronger Families program. For more information, visit seedco.org slash midsouthdads. That's seedco.org slash midsouthdads or call 901-405-7882. This is Flea for This Little Light, the podcast about falling in love with music. I started a nonprofit music school about 20 years ago called the Silver Lake Conservatory of Music. The reason that I started doing this podcast was music education. I'll be speaking with Rick Rubin, Thundercat, Stuart Copeland, Margot Price, Corey Henry, Cynthia Arrivo, Sheila E., and Patti Smith. Please listen and follow This Little Light, a presentation of Cadence 13 on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, which means it's time to get your outdoor spaces ready so you can enjoy more this season. Right now, you can get the Stylewell Park Point four-piece patio set at a new lower price of $3.99. With its stain-resistant cushions and modern relaxed styling, it's the perfect centerpiece for your porch, deck, or patio, whether you're looking for sunny lounging or evening gathering. Hurry into the Home Depot to get the Stylewell Park Point patio set at a new lower price, just $3.99. Shop Spring Black Friday savings at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
lot of new enrollments, huh? Braylon, Brayden. Monique's daycare is crawling with new arrivals. Hey, sweetie, are you hungry? She needs more early childhood educators. Did your socks slip off again? And a nap. Hey there, little guy. Okay. Whoa. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Spa treatments are more than just an hour of solitude. Treat mom to the bliss of total relaxation this Mother's Day with a gift card to Feathers Spa at the Peabody. Purchase an in-store Feathers Spa gift card for $175 or more and receive a free Zents gift set valued at $100. Recently named number one spa in Tennessee among the top 100 spas of 2022 by Spas of America, Feathers Spa at the Peabody offers a variety of luxurious spa treatments. Gift cards are also available. Gift set promotion only available in-store at Feathers Spa at the Peabody. Available while supplies last. DQ presents... The Sound of Summer Calling. Hey, it's me, Summer. I know you're busy with Beach Day's Little League games and all the other fun in the sun, but you gotta get to DQ ASAP Peranto right now. The new Summer Blizzard menu is here, and it brought five iconic summer flavors, like new peanut butter puppy chow and s'mores. Oh, yeah. 